0: Good afternoon
1: and welcome. Well, just in time for the official start of winter. Toronto City Council has passed a plan to redesign one of the busiest stretches of Yonge Street in North York, around Shepherd. They are reducing the six-lane highway to four lanes in order to make way for bike lanes, among other things. It's a controversial plan that was deferred before the last municipal election when Mayor John Tory favoured an alternate project that would have moved the cycle lanes to nearby side streets in order to avoid gridlock. Now, this time, he voted in favour along with 17 other councillors So it passed easily. Let me give you the numbers. Let me know what you think of the plan. 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. And now let's bring in Councillor John Fillion from Willowdale, Ward 18, a big advocate of the plan, and James Pasternak from York Center, Ward 10, who was one of the five people who opposed it. Welcome, and thank you so much for joining us.
2: Oh, well, you're very welcome. Good. Hi, good, good afternoon. on the show.
1: Okay, let us start with Councillor Fillion. So uh, you've wanted this project for a long time. Uh, why is it a good thing?
3: Um, well, uh, first of all, it's not just about bike lanes. The reason it's a good thing is that that stretch of Young Street has been a highway and has uh, about 80,000 people within close walking distance of it, many of them um, in condos right on Young Street. And uh, it's just totally wrong to have a six-lane highway running through that community. So this is really about turning that section of Young into a main street uh, with nice wide boulevards and room for outdoor patios and attractive plantings and yes bike lanes but the main reason for doing it is if the bike lanes were putting the bike lanes in because we have an opportunity to do that at virtually no cost uh
1: councillor Pasternak, why are you opposed to the plan
3: well i had moved a motion
2: for for a compromise a more staged approach uh, it has $100 million, a hundred million dollar price tag including the road extensions and I was hoping council would approve the road extensions uh, on Doris Avenue and Beecroft Road, uh, conduct a new traffic study because traffic uh, volumes and density would change on Young, and then uh, report back to council for further direction. Uh, that approach was uh, was defeated, uh, which is unfortunate because I think council should be consulted at each stage of the way.
1: Uh the, the, the let's drill down on that. I mean, uh what I can see it it is one of the busiest areas of Young Street. It's it's a traffic nightmare up there. Isn't this just going to make it worse, Councillor Pasternak?
2: Well, there's there's no doubt that you take out uh two lanes uh north and south on a major uh, arterial roadway with the density that's in that catchment area you're really asking you're asking for trouble uh, and and it there's no there's no doubt that uh, the gridlock uh, will will uh, ensue, and that uh, we are worried over in York Center that uh, Bathurst Street, which is already a mess, will become a bigger mess as people look for alternative routes. They'll also cut off of um, uh, off of uh, Young Street onto streets like Patricia and Drury and try and get across which. will disrupt the local neighborhoods it's it, it, it they can't it, it it just it would just be a gridlock mess
1: well it's it's frankly uh, already a gridlock mess uh, councillor fillion what would have been the problem with putting the light uh, the bike lanes on the side street uh the main
3: problem would have been not removing two lanes of traffic like that is not a bad thing that's a good thing uh for all the reasons i just uh gave um Putting the bike lanes anywhere else would make no sense at all. Plus, would have cost um, more than twenty million dollars more, and would have involved digging up the street we just built. So that made no sense at all. That very much like Councillor Pasternak's motion was just uh, an attempt to kind of sabotage the plan, which is why it's been to, it took the third time at council to um, to get it through. This time, overwhelmingly, there's no traffic problems in the area caused by reducing the lanes. Um, you could make that stretch of Young Street 10 lanes of traffic and it would become full. It just acts as a funnel for all the cars that want to come down for the, from the 905 who, frankly, we wish would take public transit and we're building a subway line um, right along Young, right up into, um, well into the 905. So That we want people to come down. There
1: are there are people coming there from uh, Toronto. Um, I can uh, you know I don't go there often because it's a nightmare. But usually people from here we want to support the arts. You have a nice arts center there, Toronto Center for the Performing Arts. Um, I I can tell you that that if if uh, if I want to go there. After work, it's an hour and a half the way things stand now. Uh, aren't you endangering people supporting the arts? I mean, if, if beyond well, an hour and a half, forget it.
3: Well, not at all. I mean, the hour and a half isn't caused by conditions once you get to Willowdale. the um, So it, it's hard to condense all the reasons for this into a very short time. But one of the things we're doing is to extend... Ah, uh, the Doris Service Road. We have two service roads on either side of Young Street, literally a block away that have four lanes of traffic each. So what we're really doing is reducing fourteen lanes of traffic to twelve. This condition doesn't exist anywhere else in the city. So if you are going to the North York um, Arts Center, for example, you just take Beecroft, like just get off, young, get onto Beecroft, and it'll take you right there. If you live in the area and are going home to either a home or your condo, you just take either Doris or Beecroft, and uh, you can completely avoid the Young Shepherd intersection.
1: Well, uh, yeah, we'll see what Doris and Beecroft are like. I'd like to bring in Albert Cole, who is the founder of Toronto Community Bikeways Coalition. Uh, Albert, I'm assuming you're happy about this.
4: Uh, Yes, uh, Libby, um, we're we're quite happy about it. We've uh, pushed for this, uh, you know, since our group started. But, um, you know, what I'd like to say is that, um, number one, we we think it's wonderful for the local neighbourhood, and we're quite familiar with the local neighbourhood because it turns this giant chasm into um, a much more people-friendly area. And the second thing is the benefit of, in terms of the bike lane, not moving it to Beecroft is that we know from research and long history that when you put bike lanes on roads... Secondary roads where cyclists don't want to be because they're not going there to shop or to go to restaurants or go to work, then those bike lanes fail. So, so the bike lane, keeping it on Young Street, along with the pedestrian improvements and the public realm improvements, that's going to be great for everyone, uh, including cyclists.
1: Okay. Uh- Councillor Pasternak, now, uh, Councillor Filion was saying, oh, you can just take Beecroft, you can take Doris. I, it's hard, I'm assuming, for people to visualize if they don't know the area. But you're saying uh, th- th- those streets will become a bit of a nightmare.
2: Look, I'm in the area a lot. And, um, uh, you know, you you see the density there. You see the growth. And um, uh, those side streets are being used by everybody to get around the mess on on Young Street. So they are, they are problematic, especially, uh, when there's the high attendance, uh, events, uh, either at North York, um, Center for the Arts, at Toronto Center for the Arts, or Mel Lassman Square. Uh, so, so those, those road extensions, which, which I actually moved a motion to start and, and do first because those are the priorities, those, those are important. Uh, and, and I would agree those should be done despite the price tag. Um uh, but at the same time, um, you know, when I when I bike that way, and I often bike to North York Civic Center uh, for North York Community Council meetings, I do take Beecroft. Uh, it's it's a it's a safer ride. Um, it's less congested. Um, it uh, it allows uh, it allows me to get to the Civic Center easier. Um, young young is a problem, and 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 this project um, might not. Um, might not solve that, uh, I, I don't think.
1: Okay. Uh, let me give the numbers out again. Uh, people are usually... Sorry? sorry. Um, let me give the numbers out again. People are usually pretty passionate about this. 416-360-0740, toll-free 866 740 4740 We'll take a call from Bill. Hi, Bill.
4: Hi. I'm a long-term uh, resident of East York, and uh, the phone line's a little choppy. I don't know whether you guys hear me well. but uh, And I'm living the disaster of the Woodbine bike lanes and the Danforth. Uh, the Woodbine bike lanes are plowed the minute the snow hits the ground. My windrow, where my vehicle is parked in my driveway, gets five tons of snow dropped on it that I have to clear myself. The Danforth, you can't drive on it now. The stores I used to frequent, I don't go there anymore. So that—that's what you're getting out of this. You think to me this is a bunch of activists that are, are want to be healthy and they want their own training facility everywhere in Toronto.
1: Okay. Well, I guess you won't be going up to uh, Yonge Street in North York, Bill. Thanks for your call. <laughs> Uh, how long is this project going to take
3: and and what is it going to be like while it's being done well it's going to um, we um, we need to do the Doris connection first so uh, that's going to take some time we need to do a detailed design and uh, we also need to start on a Bcroft extension first so um, I would say construction won't start for at least Five years and um, the construction period will be awful um, but it um, was going to be awful anyway because the entire street was um, being dug up because it hasn't been um, redone for 70 years and it is in terrible condition so the the question here really is did you You know, were we just going to put uh, new concrete where the old concrete was and say, good job, well done? Or were we going to look at, um, you know, what kind of a street do we need for the next 70 years and uh, imagine what that needs to look like and uh, transform it, which is um, what we're doing? So the. most of the cost and uh, the disruption um, is happening anyway.
1: Uh, Councillor Pasternak, do you have a, a little more um, accurate or uh, detailed uh, estimate of, of how long it's going to take and what kind of disruption and how long that will last?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a multi-year uh, project uh, that, w- that will stretch probably over 10 years. I mean, road, road extensions are, are extremely cumbersome Uh, And expensive. They take they take a long time, and uh, reconfiguring uh, Young Street will take take a long time. So yeah, you're looking at, you know, I mean, it's it's hard to say from the staff report, but yeah, probably breaking ground five years from now, and then then a five year build out. Now, I mean, that begs the other question: Can can local retail survive the construction period? And um, that's a question that's very difficult to answer. Because it's enormously uh, disruptive.
1: Uh, yeah, um, Albert, what do you um, what do you say to that? I mean, retail is in enough trouble. Well, and, well in but fact, it's five uh, years from now. I guess uh, don't have to worry about it yeah. for five years.
4: Well, well, I'd say, I mean, just following on what uh, Councillor Fillion said, I mean, we're building the city of tomorrow. We're not building the city of yesterday. We know what the trends are in Toronto. Like, for example, in that area, the studies have shown that it's already. Walking, cycling, and transit that are the majority serve the majority of people. So that that's also a trend. We're going to see more people walking, cycling, and taking transit. So we need to build infrastructure for them. And you know, we we've heard this problem often when we hear people saying, "Traffic. We have to accommodate traffic." Well, well, traffic is people walking, cycling, and taking transit in addition to the most. Inefficient way of getting around the most inefficient form of traffic, which is the automobile. So we're, so we're trying to build the city of tomorrow and to serve the people of today. So, so that's a fight we're going to see all across the city, city is some people saying, well, you know, we have to go back to the way we were doing things in the 50s, which was widening roads and building expressways. What we're saying is let's build the city that serves us today. And at the same time, uh, deals with issues such as climate change, lack of fitness lack of equity and affordability. And those are the issues we're trying to address with this type of project.
1: Okay, I'm going to take a call from Rick, but uh, i just like to point out everybody's talking about public transit. Uh, speaking, you know, personally, you can't get there from here. Uh, at least not in, a, in the same day. Let's hear from Rick in Toronto. Hi, Rick.
4: Hey, hi. Listen, um, I just got one quick question for the councillor, etc. I cannot believe that here we are in the middle of November, in the pandemic, and the situation is very simple. There's nobody in the bike lanes. There's nobody. It's just insane. We had, cannot just stop the infrastructure of this city and say we don't have cars. Canadians have cars. We're not in Europe. Our cities spread out all over the place. So that's all I have to say. But as a driver and as a cyclist, I like to have the bicycle lanes in the nice summer. I like to have proper trails, but I don't need to take the major arteries of this city and make them uh, uh, bicycle lanes. I'm just saying that, okay? Okay, Thank you very much and all the best.
1: Okay, bye-bye. All righty, we are starting to uh, run out of time. Uh, Kira in Toronto. Hi, Kira. Hello. Go ahead. You're on the air.
5: Yeah. Uh, Sorry to uh, be a bit frazzled in that. Um, I, I live um, near Bloor West Village, and they recently put in bike lanes uh, from that stretch through to High Park. And I believe that um, how bike lanes are implemented on main streets is very important. I was very much looking forward to having bike lanes near my house that would get me out and about a bit easier through the centre of town instead of taking the lake or up past St. Clair. Uh, But the way that they implemented it was that the bikes go along the curb, and then there's a barrier, and then there's parked cars. So it's difficult for cyclists to see the cars in the moving traffic, difficult for people to park, and uh, the parking spaces have been reduced. And it's all just an absolutely confusing mess. There were a couple of accidents when they were first put in, and um, it has even gotten to the point where now that there's just two lanes on this stretch of floor that once or twice an ambulance has not been able to get through traffic because nobody can pull over. There's parked cars right next to their lanes so they can't pull over and then there's the barriers. And so while it is very important that we have bike lanes on the main roads so that cyclists will actually use them, how they're implemented can make a world of difference to how it affects the rest of traffic.
1: Okay, thank you, Kira, for that. Uh, okay, we are uh, basically out of time on this one. Let's begin with Councillor Fillion. What would
3: you like to leave us with quickly? Uh, just, well, in response to the last caller, the bike lanes here are being done properly. They will be completely separated from both the cars um, and the pedestrians. We will be left with. Two full lanes of traffic, plus turn lanes, plus bus bays, plus eight lanes of traffic, literally one block away. So there's nowhere else in the city that uh, you can do what we're doing here. It's really a a plan that uh, absolutely works for everybody.
1: Okay. And uh, uh, Councillor Pasternak, what would you like to leave us with?
2: Yeah, I think uh, the backstory to all of that, this. Is, is transit building that was touched on? I mean, the Bench Station opened something 30, 33 years ago. I mean, in 33 years, we haven't even built it up to the municipal boundary to move all that mayhem and chaos at Young and Bench north of the municipal boundary. The other thing is, the North York Relief Line was never built from Young and Shepherd uh, over to Shepherd West Station uh if those two transit projects were built you'd have a whole a totally different uh young street but that being said i've uh, advocated i put bike lanes in the ward i represent and brought bike share to it as well in areas where it makes sense where it's where it's feasible where there's wide streets off arterial roads it lets traffic flow it creates a safe environment for cyclists who want to cycle but it keeps commerce flowing and it keeps uh, traffic flowing and that's the compromise uh, that, uh, that we look for in York Centre. I just want to commend uh, Councillor Filling for his advocacy. He's very passionate about it, and that's to be respected. But I felt that uh, this, was, this was a very big price tag, and it should really be done in stages with council approval.
1: Okay. And uh, Albert Cole, you get the last word quick.
2: Yeah. The, the thing about
4: bicycles is that uh, we don't take up a lot of space. We don't, take up, uh, we don't make a lot of noise. And therefore, often people say, I don't see bicycles. Well, you know, we've seen here on Bloor Street, for example, on days, you know, we've had, you know, up to 6,000 cyclists a day and people still say, I don't see bikes. Well, that, that's the beauty of bikes. They don't make a lot of noise. They don't uh, they don't take up a lot of space. And then people say, oh, we don't see any bikes. Well, Well, that's, of course, you know, the greatest benefit for bikes. As opposed to compared to cars which take up a lot of space and you never you can't not notice them uh, so so that's why we still hear people saying I don't see bikes in the bike lanes
1: okay well uh, I'm sure we'll have uh, lots of chance to debate it especially if the shovels don't go into the ground for five years. Uh, uh, Controversial subject always. Thank you so much, counselors John Fillion and James Pasternak and Albert Cole, cycling advocate.
2: You're very welcome. All the best. Okay. Thank you. All the best. Merry Christmas.
1: Bye, Merry Christmas.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to one.